Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm a mental MacGyver providing luxury level support and coaching to executives, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Laura Agrafiti. She is a strategy and design consultant for the health and wellness industry. I have Dr. Jesse Carey. He is a doctorate in chemistry and a degree in history. He is currently a senior scientist at the Idaho National Lab. And I have Dave Roberts. He's a teacher, author of the book, When the Psychology Professor Met the Minister, and a bereavement support specialist. The question I have today, how much and in what way do you think how someone looks affects their success? Jesse, start us off. Yeah, so again, I'll have to kind of say I'm just pretty tame right now. If you look at my wardrobe over the years, when I was doing my graduate school, I used to wear Hawaiian shirts. I had 36, 37 different Hawaiian shirts at one point. And so that was my thing. I was colorful and people always noticed you, um, not always taken super seriously. I've got like a, I guess a real job because graduate school is horrible <laughs> as far as payment. Yeah, it's hard to get some extra clothes, but that's like some fancier shirts. Uh, so I put the tie on and stuff and it's amazing how much more, uh, so much respect. People do stick you a lot more seriously. Uh, and obviously the, the premature gray gives me a bit more of the, uh, of the seriousness of things going on. It doesn't have to be you know, a starch white shirt with like a black tie and a fancy shirt, like, suit like that. It has to be something that looks kind of polished and that looks well together and, and well-maintained and it kind of suits that, whatever your personality is. And that can be really helpful to then be taken seriously. Um, I guess like one of those tech bros and basically a t-shirt and disheveled hair. It works for them, but I think that's pretty much a unique area where that's going to work. Uh, Jesse made a great point and I believe that the first um, impression is really important. I managed to stand out without wanting that because I am very tall, like I'm 180 centimeters. So wherever I go, I kind of stand out and people notice me quickly and uh, sometimes they stare at me. Usually when I was in high school, I kind of uh, tried to run away from it because I was the, the tallest girl in the room all the time. So since I grow up, I kind of get used to it and I, I find a way to use it in my advantage. I believe it does affect your success. Uh, people tend to label you and put you in a box. And when you don't have any knowledge about the person, you tend to make some assumptions. So yeah. unfortunately, this, this is the reality, uh, especially like towards women. I've, I've noticed that like you have to look in a certain way all the time. You have all that pressure uh, mm -hmm. to look good, to you know, have the makeup on and whatever society standards we have nowadays. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially in some industries, like if you're an actor or model or public figure, you obviously you need to look uh, in a certain way. I think it depends on the industry, but certainly having like putting some effort certainly helps <laughs> in mm -hmm. getting in your way. <laughs> Dave, what do you think? I know you spend a lot of time with students and how do you think it affects your perception of them based on how they look? As long as they're they're dressed appropriately, as long as they look neat, that's all I really look for. And essentially, I look at the quality of the interaction that I have with them. I dress in jeans and a shirt. So for that that setting, casual dress is important. If I came in like a three-piece suit, my students probably wouldn't recognize me or they might not be as comfortable interacting with me. Mm -hmm. So I think as long as the dress is appropriate for the environment, it's all good. As long as it's neat and as long as it's appropriate, I, I think it's fine. I, I would agree with Laura and Jesse. We do tend to 
place, place a premium on appearance. And I think if you look at a lot of social science research has indicated that an individual who's, let's say, for example, physically attractive has more positive outcomes when it comes to better paying jobs, more attractive mates. But the other piece of that is if the quality of our relationships aren't, aren't good and we're not happy, what good is physical appearance? What aspect of physical appearance are we placing a premium on? What if there's somebody that's really, really handsome and he's got body tattoos, which we find to be totally unattractive? Do we judge that person as unattractive because of body art? Or conversely, if a person is physically unattractive and they have attractive body art, do we judge that person as being attractive to us? So beauty essentially is in the eye of the beholder anyway. And how we judge appearance is going to depend on our frame of reference. I'm glad you brought that up because... I have personal experience with this, having classically attractive bone structure. I have been told on more than one occasion in my life that I'm too pretty to be smart. I don't know how those two things are related, but apparently they are. And so Dave, I know that the science shows that if you're attractive, you tend to have better success. And I wonder if that science studied mostly tall men, because Mm -hmm. as a woman who used to work in the corporate space, I can tell you it definitely was a problem for me because people wouldn't take me seriously because I was classically attractive and had blonde hair. We make those assumptions. Well, if you're physically attractive, then you can't be all that that smart or you have looks and no brains, however you want to look at that. We're just discriminating based on a person's physical appearance. And we're not looking at the the total package that they bring to the table. And on Mm -hmm. top of that, we could use use that simply a person's physical appearance or an aspect of appearance we find is not attractive is an excuse not to develop a relationship with that person. Actually, back to your point there earlier, Dave, you mentioned people have like tattoos. I remember actually one guy at the gym I saw, face tattoos, head tattoos on his neck. When you look at him the first thing, you're kind of like <laughs> a little yeah. taken aback, but the nicest like, oh, hey, how's it going? And you're just like, Oh, okay. You'd better to get taken back by just how like how friendly and open he was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the thing too. Some things might have, especially as you get older, use things when you're younger. Um, you might get some of those tattoos or you know, get like the big like ear space thingies. Gauges. There's obviously there's still the residue of that as you go as you age. That's no longer you 10, 20 years, 30 years later. But you're still sort of held back to like how you were as a younger person, even though like you've changed since. Mm-hmm. So interesting i think that nicely brought that up hmm. so how do you overcome that not as the person who might be discriminated against but as someone who i mean as human beings we make assumptions it's what we do so how do we catch ourselves doing that and give the person like you said jesse the chance to be that person that might be different than what their appearance first makes us assume i think giving space it's very important and even though like you make an assumption in your mind like for a second or two there it's important to kind of take yourself a step back and just give the opportunity of the person to see their personality if they're friendly they're warm because for me it happened a lot of time to meet people that were looking really good but the first moment I interact with them it was like nothing like they were empty inside so for me, it's, it's kind of easier to gravitate towards the other side, let's say, and um, I'm very much open and tolerating any kind of appearance in a way that it's clean and uh, in the boundaries, let's say. But uh, I say giving space and being aware of that, like of, of yourself, how you 
could react and just not make assumptions, maybe not the ones that people will notice right away, uh, would be a really good way to to let that person, you know, show you their personality. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dave, how do you catch yourself or catch those assumptions? I think one is to, to continually be self-aware before you go into any situation in terms of in terms of, and also what 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 do you want to get out of that situation? What are you looking for? Are you what are you looking to develop in a relationship? Are you looking to get to know somebody? And I think if you put those priorities first, you know that kind of can tend to mitigate the the initial impact that a parents may have on us. The other thing is to be, I think, really to make sure that we're self aware and we're tolerant of particularly body diversity. If we're mm-hmm. we're tolerant of uh, you know we're, you know we're we're we're, to, we're just tolerant of, of you know just uh, you know, body diversity in terms of you know the way uh, you know individuals will express themselves you know body size anything like that and be tolerant of and realize that beyond the appearance there's more substance to that and to look for the substance as opposed to what's on the outside mm-hmm. because actually i'm really hard of hearing i have to look at people's lips to hear what they're saying so my focus is automatically more on their, on their mouths and their eyes as well. So it sort of blurs, I guess, some of the other things that are there. Helps a little bit. I think when Dave was mentioning too, like the kind of the self-awareness, I think there's that, if you kind of go with it, with an idea to like an open curiosity of how these people are there, how they want to behave, uh, and how they want to behave, how you want them to interact in, in a positive way and reach whatever it is you want to get from, like, you know, work with them and so forth. Uh, yeah, I look at kind of in that kind of way. Yeah. Well, that is our 10 minutes. It is occurring to me that it would be ideal to have someone of a different race on this call because they have a different experience of how they Mm -hmm. look affecting their Mm -hmm. success. So that would be a a good person for me to have another conversation with. So thank, thank you so much for doing this with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.